It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. as there's breath in your body there is hope welcome to think hope podcast i am your hopeologist dr Rosalind y lewis Tompkins, and i am here to help facilitate your journey of hope we are a officially into the month of April, which is the National Month of Hope, and I would say International Month of Hope, because we have those in other countries, such as Pakistan and other places who are acknowledging April as their National Month of Hope and having celebrations. Because the hope train, yes, the hope train took us to Detroit, Michigan, where we had a wonderful kickoff and gave out four Hopi Awards. Now we're continuing to share the hope and we encourage everyone to get your free Practice of Hopeology booklet where you can learn how to think hope, speak hope, imagine hope, and share hope. You know why? Because we all need hope. Go and download your free copy of the Practice of Hopeology at www.practiceofhopeology.com. On today's show, I will share a fabulous interview with T.C. Bradley, who is the host of Hopi Awardee, God Made Millionaire syndicated television show that airs on the Word Network every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. You will hear how this impressive man of God died and came back after having a massive heart attack. Stay tuned and be encouraged and filled with hope during this powerful interview. But first, we will take a hope break and hear a hope thought. And after that, we will go right into the interview. So stay tuned. I'm hopeologist Dr. Rosalind Lewis Tompkins. And I am here to share a hope thought with you today. Taken from my book, As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There Is Still Hope. And my Practice of Hopeology booklet, Learn How to Become More Hopeful and Get Your Hope Thoughts Today, Guaranteed to Lift You from a Place of Sorrow and Despair and help you to think hope. Join me now for your hope shot for today. Expect a miracle. Yes, expect a miracle. Hope is all about expectation. Pregnant expectation that things will get better. That something good will happen. When you expect a miracle, you're standing on a place that says, God is able. That there is nothing too hard for my God. That all things are possible and nothing is impossible with God. And when you place your expectation on the miracle worker, you can expect a miracle. When you expect a miracle, 
you position yourself where miracles can take place. Miracles take place in the presence of God, in the glory of the Lord. Miracles take place when we invoke the name of Jesus, when we have faith and when we believe, when we stand and when we trust God to do what we cannot do. A miracle is something that happens that is beyond our natural ability and also comprehension. Even when you can't see it, when you can't understand it, when you can hardly believe it, you can expect it because that's what hope is. Hope says, I expect God to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I asked or think. I expect God to move. I expect God to show up in this situation. Therefore, I'm expecting a miracle. Are you today? If not, you can. Expect a miracle and see God move in whatever situation you're dealing with right now. But remember, hope requires waiting. Don't stop believing. Don't stop expecting. And you will see that God is still in the miracle working business. And if you need to verify that, Think back on the things that he's already done. Think back on the miracles that you have seen in your own life. Every time I look in the mirror, I see a miracle. Because I know that it was nobody but the Lord who delivered me and healed me. Expect a miracle today and watch God. I'm Dr. Rosalind Y. Lewis Tompkins, and I pray that you have enjoyed this Hope Thought for today. For more Hope Thoughts, please listen to Think Hope Podcast. If you'd like more information about how you can become involved with the Hope Campaign, please visit makeahopeconnection.com. You can also go to Practice of Hopeology. Remember, as you plant the seeds of hope into the garden of your heart, blessings will spring forth. I am so excited, yes, to have with me none other than T.C. Bradley, who is the founder and president and host of God Made Millionaire television show, and he and his dear wife, uh, Vicki, uh, they are going to accept the Hopi Award, which stands for Helping Others Practice Enduring Empowerment that we give out, Mothers in Crisis gives out during the month of April. They are going to accept it for the God Made Millionaire television show. So I am so excited to have TC with me today. How are you? I am exceptional woman of God. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for the invite. Um, and to your uh, incredible, powerful, anointed podcast. It is a uh, pleasure to be here. Thank you for the award. I, I uh, humbly accept that on behalf of not only my wife, but we have a, an entire team, as you know. Yes. Uh, we have an entire team at uh, the God Made Millionaire uh, team. Our CEO, J.L. Perrin, helps oversee things for us. And, uh, and we have a whole crew over there at Legacy Worldwide where we tape our show. So uh, I, I, uh, I am very excited to accept that award and, and thank you. And, and uh, looking forward, actually, to uh, to airing your show that you and I did 
uh, airing that to kick off the month of hope yes. on, uh, on this coming Monday. So uh, that was a powerful show. Uh, that's going to make a, a huge impact. And it's, don't you think that's a great way to start out the month of hope? Oh, yes. I, yes, I, I certainly do. It was, it was such a... Um wonderful experience to be on the God Made Millionaire television show and for it to air on the Word Network and and to reach so many, so many uh, millions of people uh, around the world. And it was just such a wonderful experience, not only for me, but for so many that you are empowering. And, and now to have it air again, to help us kick off the uh, National Month of Hope, that is, that is phenomenal. Thank you so much for that. And, and why don't you tell us uh, about your motivation uh, for the God Made Millionaire a television show? Well, uh, very interesting that, that uh, if you and I were like best buddies back in the day, uh-huh. Uh, we would never have talked about me having my own nationally syndicated television show. I wouldn't mind coming on, on your show if you had one. Uh, mm-hmm. But to, to, do a, to do a television show at this level, which is the highest level, um, yes. is a huge commitment. I never, I never wanted to do it. I, I, I would be happy to go on other people's shows and let them do all of that hard work. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day I was sitting in my office, minding my own business, and, and, and the Lord spoke to me. And, and I always put it this way, that God doesn't need Netflix for entertainment when he's got T.C. Bradley to mess with. Because he messes <laughs> with me all the time. Yeah. Out of the blue, he just gives me the, that's not an assignment to do. And, and uh, uh, out of the blue, I'm minding my own business, and God said to me, you're not playing big enough. And I said, excuse me? I think I've been playing pretty big, God. And he said, no. He said, son, your definition of playing big and my definition of playing big are two different definitions. And then he pointed out some areas in my life where I played it safe. I stayed on the safety of the shoreline. Uh-huh. And, of course, I justify that by, by calling it wisdom. And uh, so I knew what he was doing. And I said, okay, God. Uh, it was a defining moment in my life because I made a sacred vow to my God. I promised that day that I would not limit what my God wanted to do in my life or through my life for the rest of my life. Praise the And Lord. it scared me yeah. because you know, since you've been around the block like I have, there are a lot of people talking some smack. Right? Mm-hmm. There's people that are talkers. Oh yes. But when I'm talking about when I'm talking about if I say something to my God, if I make a sacred vow to my God, I mean that is something I don't break. Mm-hmm. And I knew what I had done. And then nine months go by, and uh, I was on set with my good friend Damon Davis, who's the founder of Legacy Worldwide. Uh-huh. Uh, they're just a they're one of the top in the country um they're one of the top in the country they they produce uh, for just so many people uh top of mind comes creplo dollar mm-hmm. he shot his television show there at legacy worldwide and uh, i just have favor with uh, damon davis and a, a beautiful friendship and i was on his show i was bringing people to his show and he confided in me that he was thinking about not doing his show anymore and uh, I said, Damon, what am I to do with these people God are sending my way that need a platform? Faith-based entrepreneurs need a platform like this. Yes. I said, I said something dumb. I said, maybe God is calling me to do uh, this show, but would you back that and would you bless it? Now, uh, woman of God, that was nine months after I made that vow. <laughs> God, nine months this opportunity nine. came. And so within two weeks, uh, you know, we had uh, an opportunity to do the show, but I had to act quickly because uh, Damon had decided he was not going to continue doing his show, uh-huh. which opened up a lane for me. It opened up this lane, but I had to make a very quick decision on it because uh, if they were going to do my show, 
they were going to reassign people from Damon's show to my show. If I was not going to do the show, then they were going to uh, reassign those people to other uh, apartments. They were disbanded. So yes. it required a decision. And I want to point this out to your listeners that when God calls us to do something, He doesn't check two things. He'll never check our bank account and He never checks our calendar. <laughs> never. Yes. When He calls us to do it. Because it was it was the worst time, you know, to do something like this. But you know what? I had to negotiate Woman of God for a show that I never wanted. Mm. Because I got to face the Lord one day and... Uh, and, and I was going to honor that that vow, and uh, from that day to this day, it's just been phenomenal. Um, uh, it's been nothing but but the Lord working it out. I will tell you this: that, and I honor you for this for coming when you did, mm-hmm. because people do not realize uh, this that uh, within three months of starting to tape our show, mm-hmm. COVID hit. Mm. The pandemic hit. Yes. And major uh, players, in, uh, major TV players, uh, ministries, shut down their programming immediately in March of that year. Mm-hmm. And the studio offered me, said, TC, we don't know what this is. We don't know what it's going to look like. Uh, do you want to shut it down until the fall, until we sort through this? I said, God did not call me to shut anything down. Uh-huh. He knows what he's doing. We're going to continue to do the show and uh, we were the first nationally syndicated show back in the studio as a matter of fact you came yes. as well yes. uh, you came to the studio and just you know during that period of time but for the last two and a half years when the country's been and the world has been gripped by fear God raised up a show you know that gives people yes. faith and hope right yes. and that have their God given dreams you know that they've activated people think God made millionaire it's about you know, that we feature millionaires. No, we feature people that have activated their God-given dreams uh-huh. because we all have them. And so I'm just so proud of the fact that now, in hindsight, two and a half years later, you know, through a pandemic, you know, we have, we've stayed on air. We're in our third season right now. Uh, and now Praise we have the secured Lord. the most coveted time, the most coveted time in daytime television uh, which is Monday at 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on the Word Network, seen in 93 million homes, 200 nations. We're up against some big names, against Dr. Phil and, and uh, Ellen has shows. Mm-hmm. But I count on God's people all the time. I, I say it's the most powerful show on television because it is. And it's not because I host it. It's because the people that come to our show are just like you, woman of God. They have a prophetic mandate on their life to come mm-hmm. and uh, we highlight and showcase them in the highest level of impeccability, of production values and present them. Let them give their message to the world. Yes. Yes. It's it's it's, it's a wonderful platform and experience uh, to be able to go on the show, <clears throat> especially when we wait around for doors to open and for invitations to come and that never do but we have a message that needs to get out there and your God Made Millionaire television show is really opening that door for so many and 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 helping to to get the message of Jesus Christ out there and as we love the message of hope and um, that's one of uh, that was a powerful impactful experience for my husband and I when when we came to your studio we had just gone through COVID ourselves so it was one of those right. yeah it was one of those uh, very uh, uh, extremely uh, life-changing moments that God was saying no that doesn't define you that doesn't stop you that it's time to step out and and then the opportunity came I believe you you messaged me on LinkedIn, <laughs> and uh, it was right. it was at a wonderful time because we were trying to do promotion and get the word out about April, the National Month of Hope, and so we just clicked. and And I tell you, we love you and Vicky, you're just like family, and we've been able to keep in touch. But but it's really a blessing 
what you've been able to do. And like you said, in just three years. I want to come behind you on this. Number okay. one, I love your husband as well. He's a gift as well. Yes. He got off light because next time you come, and you are going to come again, yes. he's coming up on set with you. I've got two chairs on my set. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but I'm, I'm going to have, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to up my clothing game uh, <laughs> when he comes because he, he's, he's, he's got, uh, he's got it going on there. Mm-hmm. I want to say this. I want to honor you because see. The reason I have a show is that I, I didn't walk in here, I walked in my assignment. Mm. And I want to honor you for doing the same thing, see, because I could do it, right? Yes. And, and but I, I don't have a show unless you do the same thing. You did the same thing. You walked mm-hmm. in your assignment. You didn't walk in here and you came and you yes. came. And I've got news for everybody uh, listening to this. If you have not watched this show specifically with this powerful woman of God, that 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 was a that is a powerful uh, interview. The way you end your interview when you speak to the nations with your message of hope mm-hmm. at the end, my God, I'm I'm going to tell you if it's it, I, it's hard to say this, but it's true. It's going to be even better this time around than it was the first time around. It's going to be even more powerful. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. We believe it. And I give God all the glory, uh, as you know. I pray that you are enjoying my interview with T.C. Bradley. I know that I am. Now we will take another hope break and hear another hope thought. And then I will share the next part of the interview with TC as he shares his awesome testimony. You don't want to miss it. I'm Hopeologist Dr. Rosalind Lewis Tompkins, and I am here to share a hope thought with you today. Taken from my book, As Long as There's Breath in Your Body, There is Still Hope and my Practice of Hopeology booklet. Learn how to become more hopeful and get your hope thoughts today guaranteed to lift you from a place of sorrow and despair and help you to think hope. Join me now for your hope shot for today. Hope is like stars shining through the night. Hope is the light turning darkness into day. Have you ever been out on a clear night where the stars were shining bright and there was nothing to obstruct your view and it was just you and the night and the sky and the stars and it seemed like they stretched for miles and miles across the sky? I've seen that and It just seems like the stars are so bright until you could reach up and touch them. That is how hope is whenever we're going through dark times, times where there's loss or there's some great need and it seems as though there's no way out. Well, when you look up at the stars at night, you realize there is hope, there is light. And the light illuminates the darkness and you can see so much that you couldn't see if the stars weren't out. And that's how hope is. In the midst of the darkness, hope twinkles, hope shines, hope illuminates your path and shows you that there is a way out that it is going to be different, that things can and will get better. When you see the stars, think of hope and understand that just like the stars come out at night, hope shines brightest whenever you're going through difficult times and situations. That's when it's really needed. That's when hope says, try this, consider this, Do that. It's not over. 
it's going to be all right because hope is like stars shining through the night hope is the light turning darkness into day see the light of hope today no matter what you're going through allow hope to shine brightly and illuminate your path because you're going to make it through this you have hope I'm Dr. Rosalind White Lewis Tompkins and I pray that you have enjoyed this hope thought for today for more hope thoughts please listen to Think Hope Podcast. If you'd like more information about how you can become involved with the Hope Campaign, please visit makeahopeconnection.com. You can also go to practiceofhopeology.com. Remember, as you plant the seeds of hope into the garden of your heart, blessings will spring forth. One of the things I really want to get a chance for you to share about is uh, you have a testimony and you have you have written a book about it of how you literally died. Am I correct? Right, you are correct. Yeah, I just celebrated. Uh, I just celebrated ten year ten year anniversary. Where ten years ago, I literally had a sudden cardiac arrest. Uh, they call that sudden cardiac death. Wow. I was clinically dead for a minute and a half to two minutes before I was revived. And uh, what had happened, I had been placed in an ambulance. And within less than a minute of being placed in the ambulance, they were going to put an IV in my left arm. Uh, that was it. I was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, a sudden cardiac arrest is not a, a heart attack. People think it's a heart attack. But it's more devastating than a heart attack because it has to do with the electrical portion of your heart. It just shuts off, mm. is what it is. That's that in, in layman's terms. And so you have to shock it back, you know, in the place. And so within within less than a minute of being placed in the ambulance, uh, I wanted to, you know, uh, flatlined in that ambulance and. You know, the paramedics worked uh, feverishly to save my life. Mm. And uh, Vicky was outside of the... Now, you know my Vicky because you love Vicky. Yes, I do so Uh, much. But but Vicky's a praying woman like you. And Mm -hmm. so she knew something was wrong. She didn't know what was going on. And all she could say was, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's all she could say Mm. was Jesus. And at the precise time... I'm going to tell you something, and I want your listeners to hear me when I tell you this part of the story, is that um, there's a special relationship God has with his women, with the women of this world, when it comes to prayer. You see, I can tell you that if the Lord speaks to my wife at 3 a.m. in the morning, get up and pray, she gets up and prays, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, God speaks to me at 3 a.m., I ain't getting up. I'm telling you, I, I just, I'm, I'm like, Lord, I can't, I want to I want to catch you in the morning. But a woman, when, when God calls his women to pray, all he's got to say is, daughter, and you know that voice, mm-hmm. you get up. Yes. Am I speaking the truth about you? Amen, right? amen. And I've got, I've got a baby sister that uh, was on a business trip to Detroit, and that precise time that her brother was in the back of that ambulance fighting for his life, God woke her up and said, pray. She didn't know who she was praying for. Mm. My God. And, and, and so I want to I encourage the women, especially the women. You've been marginalized. Your gifting has been uh, taken for granted. Um, some people think you may be crazy when you do this, when God calls you to do it. No, no, don't think that. Mm-hmm. Do not think that for a second. There's there's a reason, and that obedience that you have when you say yes, when you get out on, underneath those warm covers. Now, listen, there are maybe some guys that, that will be like that, but but I'm not one of those guys. I'd be like, God, is this really you? I, I'll check back with you morning, but not a woman. And a woman prays, and, and so 
they shot me two times to bring me back to life and uh, took me into the uh, hospital and they called in what I call a cardiac seal team uh, to take me into emergency surgery. I had 100% blockage in my left descending artery. Mm. Uh, they call that the Widowmaker. And uh, the deadly thing is, is the sudden cardiac arrest because 99% of the people that when that occurs outside of a hospital, mm -hmm. they do not survive. So less than 1%. So 10 men go through this, uh, nine of them are not going to uh, come out of it. Uh, it's just because of the wow. lack of oxygen and blood flow to your brain and your vital organs. And so uh, I knew that the Lord, the Lord had spared my life for a reason, and I knew it wasn't just for business. Yes. And I knew I was to, uh, to write a book about it. And I want to say two things about that experience. Number one, uh, number one, uh, I didn't have fear in the ambulance when I came back. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people uh, make deals, mm -hmm. right? When you're that close to eternity, they'll come back and they make deals. I, I can't explain this to you other than I had a piece of God in that ambulance like you would not believe. Hmm. Uh, I, I did. I had such a peace that passed all understanding. And I did not make deals. I didn't bargain for my life. I would tell you that. The second thing I want to tell you is that there was a moment in that hospital bed when I truly realized in that cardiac intensive care unit uh, what the Lord had done in my life. And I couldn't stop thanking him and, and, and worshiping him. Mm. And, and that power came down on me so strong. It was at that moment in time I realized how big my God is and how little I am in this whole situation. And I understood the power of worship in our churches. Yes. I understood because... That that was I, it. It was so intense, woman of God, that I my wife thought that I was having another cardiac event because it was so uh, powerful. Mm. The third thing I would say is that I'm not a man. That, the third thing I want to tell you is that I'm not a man that taught you know that sees the devil under every church pew. Mm -hmm. But I had one conversation with the devil in that cardiac intensive care unit, and I said, "You mess with the wrong one." Mm. You mess with the wrong one. Praise because God. I've still got my giftings, I still have my talents, and I still have my ability. And I'm going to destroy your kingdom. Mm. And from that day to this day, I've been about my father's business. To Praise this God. Praise God. That is so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. And, and even as you were sharing it, I just felt such a powerful anointing that God has has brought you back. He, d he didn't allow that to happen for a reason. And now as you're going forth, you're able to release that to the nations through the God Made Millionaire television show and, and, and just the other ministry uh, events that you've been able to do. I, as we were talking, I remember uh, you were talking about some of the, um, the early days of, of working uh, with ministries that were going out in the streets and working with those that were addicted to drugs and alcohol. And, and uh, it, it just takes a special anointing to be able to do that. And that's one of the reasons why I know we connected uh, so strongly with, uh, with you and Vicki and, and my husband and, and how it was just such a, a divine partnership because you are on assignment and uh, who are some of the ones that have been able to uh, appear and, and are coming on the show of God Made Millionaire? Well, it's interesting. We, uh, having a prime time syndicated television show, you can have just about anybody come on the show. You, you mm -hmm. have celebrities that are like flies, them off, right? Uh, <laughs> right. I would love to come on our platform. <laughs> yes. Uh, but but uh, our show is not for them. I'm sorry. Our show is not for them. Mm -hmm. Our show is for the people of God that, that have a prophetic mandate on their life and uh, to be on our show. Uh, and what's interesting, and I say this, you know, with a sense of humor, but it's true. Mm -hmm. I always tell people, the people that come on our show, you have to realize they come because they're a kingdom shaker. They're 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 somebody that is that has a prophetic mandate on their life to come. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And and they're not just you didn't just come to be on television. No. Um, and and pe- people of the world they don't understand this concept. But the people that come on my show, you'll never find them appearing on Jerry Springer's show. They're not <laughs> going to do it. Some people. Some people would go on Springer just to be on television, just to be on television. No, never. You have to realize that, that yes, you, but you, you understand my point. I do, I do. that will run to a camera just to be on television. You didn't come, uh, you, you and your husband didn't come to, to our show because you wanted to be on TV. You came because there was a prophetic mandate on your life to come. Right. You just had the platform uh, for you to shine on it. So... We feature people that 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 probably you would never have expected to to have been seen on television. Uh, we've had convicted felons, people that have uh, been convicted of serious felonies and served hard time, and God has restored them. Praise and, God! And uh, we feature them on our show. We we feature uh, we've had uh, gospel artists come on our show. Mm-hmm. Um, We've, we've had ex-rappers come on our show. I mean, uh, I, listen, we it, it's, it comes down to this. You know, you have been given an assignment, a mandate on your life, uh, something that God has called you to do. If you are walking in that and you've activated that God-given dream, then God Made Millionaire TV is perfect for you, and that's who we want to feature. Okay. So... Uh, and you know what? The only celebrity that I would really want to, to feature, the only, if I was going to feature a celebrity, the only one that I would feature is probably Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> Denzel is my man. Okay, I mean, okay, up. okay. So, <laughs> right, or, or, or Tyler Perry, one, either one of those two. I would, I, would, I would make some room for them, but my goodness. And that's what makes our show so powerful, wouldn't you agree, is that we're featuring the ones that God is raising up, the ones that God, that others counted out in the process, and we're giving you a platform that you wouldn't normally have, and and I'm going to say this, and I'll have you come behind this, but, you know, our show, the production values are at the highest level. Mm-hmm. I spoke about this a, little, a while ago. Mm-hmm. I've seen some things on the Word Network that the production values are not good. And if you're representing the kingdom and, and, and represent, you know, uh, our God, yes. I, I just believe that there needs to be a spirit of excellence around mm-hmm. that. So we, we have... Uh, our production values are just incredible, mm-hmm. incredible. So we represent our God at the highest level and, and the ones that are chosen to be there. And we're just honored to do it. Yes, and I, I would agree, absolutely. Uh, top of the line, everything, the whole experience was, was, was definitely um, an experience of kingdom and it was a kingdom experience because I believe that's how God desires for us to honor him by giving our best, by doing our best to have the top of the line uh, studio equipment. Uh, as you said, the team that you have um, with uh, with uh, JL and, and the producer and all of those, it, it, I mean, everything, the set. I love the the vault. You know, I have my photos of that that right. uh, I'll be able to show on the uh, the page that we create for this particular podcast. But it is it it really is a kingdom assignment done in a spirit of excellence. I gotta come behind you one more time. Okay. Yes, yes, the set is beautiful. I I, I would agree with you, but. I want to. I want you to remember when you came to that set, when you came to that studio. Talk about that anointing that was on that set. I, because you came on our set. Number one, when you walked in the studio, I felt like royalty had, had entered into our studio. So I'd be clear about that. But there is such an anointing yes. of God on our set. Yes. I mean, you. Once you got with Vicky, my wife, yes, it was like, my God, you you, you guys, yeah, 
it was powerful. You guys started praying. It was like yes, there is an anointing there. Can you speak to that? Oh yes, yes. It's definitely. I, I remember I asked you guys for tissue because um, because of the presence. The presence of God was was definitely so strong and the glory of God until I know I always melt in his presence and the tears start start coming and um and I was like okay you guys gotta make sure I have a tissue because I don't want to mess up my makeup while I'm sitting up here but uh, <laughs> but you're you're right I mean yeah I've seen grown men that are tough guys legitimate tough men Mm-hmm. And they come up there and, and they think it's going to be one thing. And the power of God hits them so strong. I mean, deep, mm-hmm. deep sobbing when we get done with the show. Mm-hmm. Because God hits them so hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's real. It's it real. is. It is an experience. And that's that's why you all are being honored. Because this is an award uh, that God birthed to encourage those who are really making an impact, helping others uh, practice enduring empowerment. That's the Hopi. That's what Hopi stands for. This year, it's like the Lord kind of settled down, settled us down and said, now, I want you to honor those who are not those, you know, the usual suspects, but are definitely carrying something that's helping others in various various occupations and and just very diverse very diverse so uh we are we are excited uh, uh, about being able to present you with this honor i understand we're going to come to your set on april the 28th to present it to you in person and we're looking forward to that well we're looking forward to seeing you on april 28th and uh again on behalf of the team and i do want to make it clear that it's I, I host and I am the founder, but I have an incredible team and and uh, couldn't do it without any of them. And so uh, on behalf of our, our team, our God Made Millionaire team, I, I humbly accept that. And I, and I, uh, that's not lip service for me. I don't just say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we certainly appreciate it. And, uh, and we thank you uh, for such a esteemed honor. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful time we're having here with T.C. Bradley. And I told you that was going to be an awesome testimony that he would share. And then also hearing about the God Made Millionaire television show. Now we see why God Made Millionaire is receiving a Hopi Award this year. We will hear another Hope Thought now, and after that, we'll come back and hear the last part of the interview where T.C. shares what brings him hope. I'm Hopeologist Dr. Rosalind Lewis Tompkins, and I am here to share a Hope Thought with you today, taken from my book, As long as there's breath in your body, there is still hope. And my Practice of Hopeology booklet. Learn how to become more hopeful and get your hope thoughts today. Guaranteed to lift you from a place of sorrow and despair and help you to think hope. Join me now for your hope shot for today. Despair says, not ever. Hope says, not yet, but it's coming. Have you ever been in that place before where it seemed as though whatever you were waiting for and believing for was never, ever going to come? And you may have begun to listen to that voice of despair that says, Not ever. And then the next thought, I may as well give up. I may as well stop trying. Well, that's why hope is so very important. Because when we learn to speak the language of hope, we add one small three-letter word, and that is yet. 
It has not happened yet. It's so amazing whenever we can add yet to the conversation that's in our heads, how it changes things, because yet brings a U-turn from that valley of despair, and we see the door of hope there that says, it's coming. It hasn't happened yet, but oh, I'm going to see it one day. It is coming. What we have need of is patience. We have to patiently wait for the promises to come forth. And oftentimes we lose our patience when it hasn't happened. We live in this microwave society where we want everything to happen right away, overnight. We have high-speed internet and it's still not fast enough. And sometimes we apply those principles to the things of God and it just doesn't work. That's why we have to have the force of hope in our lives to keep us afloat, to keep us in that place while we wait. We have hope. We have expectation. And we speak the language of hope. And even when we see things and we wonder when, we can always say, yet I will stand, yet I will wait, yet I will believe. We're not going to speak the language of despair because when you begin to think that and speak that way, not ever, it's never going to happen. You'll go down, down, down. But the moment you speak the language of hope that says, not yet, it's coming. You'll watch your faith rise and you will rise with it and be able to do the things that you need to do while you're waiting. Because remember, hope says, not yet, but it's coming. Wait for it. I'm Dr. Rosalind Y. Lewis Tompkins, and I pray that you have enjoyed this Hope Thought for today. For more Hope Thoughts, please listen to Think Hope Podcast. If you'd like more information about how you can become involved with the Hope Campaign, please visit makeahopeconnection.com. You can also go to practiceofhopology.com. Remember, as you plant the seeds of hope into the garden of your heart, blessings will spring forth. Well, I have one more question that I ask of all my guests across all of the platforms whenever I do these type of interviews, and that is this. TC, what brings you hope? I don't think, and I don't know how anyone operates a business today in this environment without the Lord. I don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the hope I have is is not in man. It's not in it's not in anything here. It's in that relationship that I have with the Lord. And and uh, there's nothing that I do that's not prayed about. I mm-hmm. mean you look at our show because yes. this has been a focal point of, of, of this interview. So show there's nothing in that show that um, that has not been prayed about from the bank vault to the name of the show to the mm-hmm. time of the show. I just don't know. People put a lot of trust in the other people and people always let you down. Mm-hmm. But my hope is in the Lord. And uh, and I can't explain it to you. I, I just have a special relationship with, with the Lord and, and uh, it's a funny one because He just calls me to do just... Like, are you kidding? Are you kidding? <laughs> you asking me to do this? Are, are you kidding? I'm like, I'm in, the, I'm in these deep waters already, and you say, okay, we want to go deeper. I'm like, really? Yes. Don't, don't mess with the Baptist person down the street. <laughs> don't be messing with me, Lord. Because, but that really, 
truly, I don't know how anyone makes any moves with such uncertainty mm-hmm. in our world as it is. And, and, the, and there's a spirit of Pharaoh in, in the world today, and you see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think people um, uh, can make enough bricks to please Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And and that story about how they took away the straw to yes. the children. Yes. Um, you, you see this playing out now in in our world is that you can't make enough bricks. And if your hope is there, if your hope's in this in the spirit of Pharaoh and in, in this world, your hope's in the wrong place. Your hope has got to be in the Lord. Yes. Today, more so than ever before. And. And uh, that's a real hope. It's an, and it's authentic hope. Yes. It's not. It is not. It is not misplaced. I will tell you. It is not misplaced because none of it makes any sense. Of what we were able to do uh, with our show uh, during a global pandemic, now entering into our third season, that doesn't happen without the Lord. Yes. You know, and we're all interconnected. We're all in this thing together. Mm-hmm. And what gives me hope too is people like you, woman of God, because my show is predicated on, I can have the platform, but if if God doesn't speak to you and tell you to come, mm-hmm. then I don't have a show. Because I'm not interested in just going up there and pontificating, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for 30 minutes. That's not what I was called to do. My show is predicated on people like you that he speaks to to come. Mm-hmm. And you came during a pandemic after you know, going through it yourself yes. with the uh, with the COVID, and you still came. So, what gives me hope too is people that God has raised up like yourself that answer the call, and they don't walk in fear; yes. they walk in their kingdom assignment. Yes, praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Well, that is well said, and I thank you so much. I know you're in the midst of fulfilling your kingdom assignment right now. Uh, but you took the time to 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 do this um, interview, and uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. God bless you and your dear wife and all of the team that make up God Made Millionaire. We really appreciate you guys. Well, we love and appreciate you, and uh, it was an honor to be here. Need hope? Know someone who does? If so, join Mothers in Crisis Hope Pass It On campaign and learn to become more hopeful and bring hope to others. Go to practiceofhopology.com and get your free booklet and hope thought today. Hope, pass it on, and save a life. And remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is still hope. We would like to encourage everyone to celebrate and commune with hope during April, the National Month of Hope. And by communing with hope, we found out that means to allow yourself to fellowship with others around this message of hope and around this force of hope. The practice of Hopeology is designed to help you do exactly that through the booklet that we are giving away for free to become more hopeful yourself and then to learn how to share that hope or to fellowship with others around hope. I will share some of the practical information that is found in the practice of Hopeology about how to have hope breaks, how to move from despair to hope, and then how to share hope during April, the National Month of Hope. So enjoy the rest of the show and may God bless you. Hope breaks. When people ask how I stay hopeful amid such turmoil, I usually start by explaining the importance of the company we keep. You cannot hang around negative people and remain hopeful. Hope chats also keep me hopeful. Another important factor is a practice we developed at MIC we call taking hope breaks. 
Unless you schedule time to think hopeful thoughts, negativity and despair will creep up like thieves in the night. When I find myself feeling down, nothing picks me up like a good hope break. Once I realized that, I started to schedule hope breaks throughout the day. During these breaks, I stop and intentionally think about good and hopeful things. MIC is challenging everyone to take hope breaks throughout the day. Here are the steps to taking successful hope breaks. One, schedule hope breaks into your normal routine in five-minute increments. Two, find a quiet place. Three, take five to ten deep breaths. Four, Think about the good things that are happening instead of entertaining worst-case scenarios. Think of best-case scenarios. Five, make an affirmation and speak it out loud. And six, repeat as often as needed. Moving from despair to hope. I am a hope, helping others practice empowerment, life coach which means I coach people in finding and maintaining hope. Many of my clients are going through transitions because of loss, such as the loss of a loved one, a job, or a dream. Loss often breeds despair. However, I found that hope is a powerful force that can take you through any trial or tribulation you may be facing. I've shared my story of addiction and recovery and revealed how I have personally experienced loss on many levels throughout my life. After experiencing such loss, I can say with assurance that life is better with hope. Hope is like the knight in shining armor who comes just in time, right before you are about to give up, and says, It may be hard right now, but hold on. Tomorrow is coming, and things will get easier. And inevitably, things do get easier. Here are seven steps to help you move from despair to hope. One, determine the cause of your despair. Be brutally honest. This requires self-evaluation and knowing that no one else is responsible for your feelings and emotions but you. Two, confirm with someone you trust that you are on the right track in identifying the source of your despair. Three, plan your strategy to move from despair to hope. Four, set goals. See yourself completing your plan. Believe you can. Five, focus on the result. Don't get distracted. Six, pray and ask God for help. Seven, reach out to people who believe in your potential and who are willing to empower, not control, you along the way. Spreading hope. Here are some ways you can spread hope and make a difference. Volunteer by reading to children in schools. Support missions overseas. Give of your time, food, and money to help families in need in your community. Write letters to and visit those incarcerated. Post words of hope on social media. Have hope chats and share your story of overcoming with those going through hard times. Lend a helping hand to those in need. Cook a meal or going to the grocery store for the elderly. Clean up areas where there is trash, such as parks and beaches. Spend a day with the homeless, whether on the streets or in a shelter. Unless you walk a mile in their shoes, you won't know how to help them. Stay tuned, as all month long, I'll be sharing more Think Hope podcasts, more interviews with Hopi awardees, as well as more information, all designed to help you become more hopeful and to be able to spread that hope with others. So until next time, may God bless you richly. And remember... Hope, pass it on, and save a life. Need hope? Know someone who does? If so, 
Join Mothers in Crisis Hope Pass It On campaign and learn to become more hopeful and bring hope to others. Go to practiceofhopology.com and get your free booklet and hope thought today. Hope, pass it on, and save a life. And remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is still hope. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.